BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for another episode. It feels good to be back. I skipped last week, so I'm so sorry if you guys were checking. So make sure to follow me on Instagram at Simpin' After Dark so that you can stay up to date on episodes. Um, I usually let you guys know the day of if I'm not going to drop an episode that day or the week of or whatever. But uh, yeah, I've been super busy. Um, Amigas dropped finally. If you've been listening, I've been talking about that. It's a Spanish telenovela miniseries that just dropped on YouTube. Make sure to go check that out. Amigas, it's funny. I'm in it. I helped produce it, all that. So thanks for the support so far. It's exciting. I'm so glad it's finally out there and that everyone has seen it. And if you have seen it, let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, last episode was the Psycho Lover episode. That was a lot of fun. Master Steph came on. We talked about a bunch of crazy shit, heavy shit. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Today, though, I'm going to be talking about Still Over It by Summer Walker. Obviously, I have to. It just dropped a few days ago. Last week, I think, uh, Friday. So uh, I'm going to get into that. I'm not going to pick a song because... Um, it's just I want to talk about the whole thing you know it's too hard and also I feel like Summer Walker and her projects I mean this is only like her second studio album but all her shit's really cohesive especially this one with like her relationship being on blast all the time and everyone knowing like what's going on with her and and London on the track it's just like important to listen to the whole thing as a whole the project as a whole and take it in and yeah I can't just pick one song I do have my favorite song so I'll get into that and I do have a clip of my favorite song so I'll definitely play that as well but as far as topics lyrics all that it's just gonna be I'm talking about the whole thing and um what else I have some tweets like always things I want to get into and uh, yeah let's go ahead and hop right in because there is a lot to cover it's 20 songs on this album 
Um, I asked you guys how you felt about it if you had listened to it already. And pretty much the results were 60% of you said, I love it. 20% were like, uh, maybe it needs to grow on me. And then the other 20% was like, eh, I ain't feeling it. And I get it. I get it. I feel like it's very hard to top a classic album like over it. So um, me personally, I voted that I think it needs to grow on me. I listened to it like 10 times now and I like it a lot more. Like the more I listen to it, the more I'm like falling in love with different songs and just catching different things, especially when I'm like looking at it compared to over it. Because I'm trying to see like the growth from one to the other because there are a lot of similar themes, but there are also a lot of new themes. So that's pretty interesting to see. Like, for example, on Over It, the song Stretch You Out, which was like one of the singles, it reminds me a lot of the song with SZA on Still Over It. I think it's called No Love. Uh, Same themes. It's like, you know, knowing that you're done with someone and thinking about getting back with them, but how you would do it differently. So um, with the song with SZA here, they're just kind of talking about like, yeah, like I would never give you 100% if we were to get back together. Like it would only be like to have fun and get drunk and fuck whatever. And it reminds me of Stretch You Out because on that one, she's just like, you know what? I know what it is. So I'm not going to like take this as like a real relationship where like I'm trying to like, make it grow and make it be like something good and healthy and all that like I'm gonna stress you out take your money take you for what you can offer me right now you know just like ring you dry of anything beneficial to me which um I respect that because not every single person that comes into your life needs to be the one and it takes somebody that's very strong-willed to keep somebody in your life that you know is not good for you and like make sure that you're keeping them at a distance where there is no love involved because if you're not good at that you're just gonna you know tell yourself that that's what you're doing but then like you're just hurting yourself so it's pretty stupid so don't do that if you know like you're an emotional ass bitch because you're only gonna be playing yourself but yeah this album is just interesting all around being that london still produced some songs on it it says that he produced 10 songs but of course, there's like drama already. I guess he had posted on his IG story like, uh-huh, I'm the first dude to ever get paid to um, write their own diss album or whatever, something like that, right? And then Summer Walker went off and she was like, he ain't produce shit. Um, basically, he just handpicked who he wanted to produce things so that he could slap his name on it. But he didn't do shit. He added maybe like a fucking chime bell on one of the songs that was like already done you know just exaggerating but she was like yeah like this triggered me like he didn't do shit trying to take credit so I don't know if it's just like part of like the marketing for the album um it does feel a little weird to have him on there because it's like if you don't fuck with him then like why but I mean I guess it's not the first time that that's happened in like the history of music like people when they're making music together get in fights like if they're couples and it's like you still have to work together like it's business first at the end of the day And if you know you're a good duo like Summer and London, then it kind of makes sense for him to be on it. But the album does sound different from over it. So who knows? I don't really care. I'm just happy it's growing on me because I was like low-key scared to listen to it because like 
over it holds a very special place in my heart. Like legit last year I was in the top 0.1% of Summer Walker listeners, which was like crazy. I felt like a freaking stan or something. But um, let me get into my favorite song pretty much that I wanted to play a clip of is Insane. That's the name of the song, Insane. And it's actually produced, I was looking, by Remy Williams, who actually produced the song Grave on her EP Clear. And I literally like knew in my head, I was like, this sounds like Grave, which I love that song. Like that whole, it's a very just bluesy and her voice on it is really good. And yeah, Insane sounds just like it. So if you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. And like they're very similar. And he also produced on um, Still Over It, the song with Ari Lennox, Unloyal, which is another one of my favorite songs. So she needs to do more songs with this dude and drop London because the Clear EP is like my favorite. Even Last Days of Summer is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Over It and Still Over It is growing on me. But if I could get like some old school summer, I would be so happy. Like, legit, when um, the single for this album dropped, what was it? Um, X for a Reason with JT. I couldn't even finish listening to the song because I just got so scared. I was like, oh, my God, like, don't tell me this is what this new album is going to sound like. Please, no. God, please, no. I was scared. And, like, the funny thing is, once the album dropped, I finally got around to, like, listening to it. I did kind of just, like, a casual listen and um you know just had it playing in the background gotta let it like sink in slowly and I skipped x for a reason because I was like I I don't really care for the song like even Summer Walker said that she didn't really fuck with the song like that it was just like a label decision to drop that as a single for some reason so I was like all right I don't really think this is important in terms of like the project as a whole and then I was like done with my first listen and like 15 minutes later I was just like doing whatever and I just like started singing X for a reason. Like how the fuck is that shit in my head and I didn't even listen. It's cashy as fuck. So Loki, it is growing on me. It's still the one song that's stuck in my head and insane. So actually let me just play that now. I'll keep talking about it. Whatever it is you're trying to see, you can sit down and just believe. But I wouldn't ever be the same old thing But I can tell you straight it ain't no game, baby God bless me God help me good i love it like the instruments on it like her voice everything about this song i'm obsessed it's catchy as hell and there's like a line in here that i just think is pretty funny i'm not going to get into the whole song but she starts saying um because you claim you see things when you on dmt but i've seen the same things before i go to sleep which is pretty hilarious it's just like a very subtle drag i feel like um and this is not like my original take. I think I seen like a TikTok and I was like, oh my God, yes. And like me and my girls just started talking about it. Like dudes like will do DMT or shrooms or acid or whatever. And then they like experience empathy for the first time. And they're just like, well, yeah, it just changed me. Like 
I realized we're all connected and like everyone is their own person with their own feelings and blah, blah, blah. Like what? Like that was your breakthrough experience on psychedelics. Like that's literally just empathy. And it's hilarious that she says like, but I've seen the same things before I go to sleep. You know, she's very like, you know, quote unquote spiritual or this new age spiritual shit that everyone's doing. I'm guessing she like meditates or just like, you know, like women just in their natural deep thoughts are more empathetic than men. Like, I'm pretty sure that's just like a scientific proven fact. So that was just like a funny line to me. But yeah, I really liked the concept of having a timeline for all the songs just to kind of show that she was in a certain time and place when she wrote them and that this is all like a storyline like beginning to end like it's literally chronological it starts with bitter and it has like a little like voicemail from cardi b at the end just kind of talking about like yo like i know people will talk shit about you and your relationship if they see it from the outside and it's not perfect but like you have to own it fuck these hoes but yeah it's such like a true sentiment because especially for like people that are in the spotlight like that like i can't imagine like having your relationship being put on blast especially if you're going through it and you have drama like baby mama drama at that baby daddy drama i think literally like the only way to just like own that is to put it in your art like for real like what cardi b was saying like if you try to hide it it's just like more embarrassing turning it into art and something that you can make money off of is literally just like alchemy it's brilliant i love it and it's what has been done and it's going to continue to be done like if you're gonna be getting fucked over like at least make some dope ass songs out of it you know because their relationship is super messy like she's gone on live dragging his baby mamas apparently she's the fourth baby mama she has a song on here called fourth baby mama but it definitely starts like that's one of like the last songs but like the way it starts from the beginning is just her kind of just really finding out who london is like, he ain't shit. He cheats on her. Like, she's, like, asking him, like, if he's sleeping with these girls. And she's just still kind of coming to his defense and, like, being very protective over their relationship because, like, they got a baby on the way, obviously. So she's kind of just going at these girls that he's cheating on her with and probably his baby mamas in this intro song just, like, talking about how they just want to use him and like they thought that they could come up off of him and we're gonna get famous off of him but basically just telling them like you know like he know where home is like it's really embarrassing but you know i'm glad that's like the beginning because there's definitely some character arch in this and i'm glad that she could end on like a better note where she knows her self-worth because when you're in a relationship like that where you're like having to fight off girls and like convince yourself that like they aren't shit and like you are the one and like they're mad and they're just jealous because they can't have your man or because he comes home to you at the end of the day like you just look so fucking stupid please don't ever be in that position if you get cheated on just fucking leave thank the girl for making your dude or whoever show their true colors and just thank god you found out now so that you don't waste more time with this person i think for most other things people do deserve a second chance because you know no one's perfect and sometimes you get comfortable slip up whatever but like cheating is like the one thing where i'm like nah like 
one strike you're fucking out like there is no reconciling that the relationship will never go back to normal after that there's no more trust you're always going to be on the defense trying to fucking shoo off these thirsty bitches whatever you want to call them but at the end of the day that's because somebody is allowing them into your relationship you know whether like dudes try to be like oh it has nothing to do with you like i still love you like it was just a quick fuck it was a mistake blah 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 like nah they let them into your relationship they're making you look dumb it's just all around messy so don't ever try to like defend a dude over that like she talks about being like a ride or die and how it's her and him forever like what no like that's so sad and then like deeper into the album or like a few songs in she just starts talking about just how like it's so sad that like they're throwing the relationship away like they've been through so much and like i get it because especially when you have a kid together like that's got to be so much harder to let go like you want to make it work so bad but like really you're just gonna make it a toxic environment for like your child like if you want to show them like actually something that's good for them you should leave that relationship and you're gonna show them self-worth because if you stay and then they find out later or they could just sense that there's like any kind of hard feelings they're gonna pick up on that that's just gonna cause trauma and so on and so forth the trauma gets passed down they end up accepting that sort of trash behavior for themselves whether it's subconscious like i don't know but that shit gets passed down like babies pick up on that shit vr training platforms like the one developed by fundamental vr and orbis international are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact but that's why i love insane because it's just like and which is towards the middle of the album because she just like realizes like yo god bless me god help me i think i'm insane like she fucking knows like what she's going through is not normal and i think once anyone gets to the point where you realize like yo like i'm fucking crazy like what the fuck am i doing like what am i putting up with how did i end up in this situation where i'm like putting up with like such shitty fucking treatment and behavior the bare minimum like not even the bare minimum once you get to that i think that's when you can start building yourself back up because like being in a relationship like that where you're getting cheated on especially while you're pregnant and shit like that'll wear you down and just like destroy your self-esteem and just fuck you up emotionally so hitting like that wall where you're like wait what the fuck that's a good thing like it's wild because you'll feel fucking crazy like you'll feel so fucking stupid just like praying to who the fuck ever is listening like what the fuck but that's when everything turns around i think and then i like how it goes from switch a dude out into unloyal with ari because oh People will have you so fucked up. Like, if you start forgiving them for, like, their bullshit, they will literally think that, owe it to them to stay. Because, well, you forgave me last time. Like, you stayed the last time. Like, we've been through so much, though. Like, you're so unloyal. Like, you're not a real one if you don't continue to stay and put up with this shit. What? Like, they will really try to fucking hit you with that. Like, it's, like, brainwashing. It's fucking insane. And, like, that's why I love that on Unloyal, she's, like, I guess I'm unloyal then like call me whatever you want unloyal untrue like just because I'm not going to put up with this that's fine you can call me whatever you want but like I'm fucking out like it's crazy how people will take advantage if you do that that's why you have to like literally just put yourself first no matter what and like be ready to like kick these dudes out of your life or like whoever it is kick them out of your life like at the first red flag and I feel like that could be confusing because it's kind of like defense mechanism e when you're just 
cutting people off at the first sign of like an issue and you're not even willing to talk about it. But that's why you just got to be smart enough to like realize like, hey, were they trying to hurt me? Was it their intention? Because sometimes people just do mess up and you should be able to talk things through and have a conversation. But I think if it's like they showed you once, they showed you twice, just cut them off. The sooner the better. Like you really just need to know the difference between an honest mistake and someone who didn't take your feelings into account. You know, and like people talk about like intent a lot because intent, it does matter. It really does matter. Like sometimes people don't realize, but like shouldn't they have the intent to not hurt your feelings in the first place? Like if someone really doesn't want to lose you, if somebody really fucking values you, they're going to make sure to consider your feelings in every decision. Like when people are like so willy nilly about their intention and like just getting away with doing shit to you because, you know, it wasn't their intention to hurt you or they didn't mean to. They didn't think that it would upset you. That just shows that they don't really know you. They don't know your heart because if they did, they would know what's going to upset you. They would consider your feelings and they would make sure to just fucking dodge that because it's so easy to just not do things. It's really easy. They're just choosing to treat you that way and to just throw you under the bus constantly. And I love that she did session 33. If you know, you know, that's like my favorite song by her. One of them. I have a few. But it's like a cool little follow up and just like it's so sad. Just her being completely vulnerable. Just one of the more stripped down songs and just really talking about like her relationship with like London and him coming home after being out and her wondering like, is he fucking hoes? Like, what the hell? And, like, you know, she kind of did play herself, like, being with, like, someone that already has, like, three other baby mamas. Like, that's fucking wild, you know? Like, I get it. Like, relationships don't work out and it shouldn't be, like, the end of it. You should be able to, like, move on and find happiness. But, like, when his baby mamas tried to warn her and she was just like, no. Like, because she just thought that she was, like, better than them and he would stay for her because she's so different. Like. She played herself a little bit and, you know, I don't say that from like a place of judgment because anyone can end up in any situation, but you got to be smarter than that. Like if girls are fucking trying to warn you, like either they're just really telling you the truth or like they are trying to ruin your life and why stay in a relationship where there's fucking crazy ass exes still trying to come up in your business and fucking ruin your life, whether they're lying or not, like why would you want to deal with that? Like if I was dating someone and their ex was still in the picture because they had a baby or even if they don't have a baby, just like she's crazy and she won't leave me alone. Like just be smart. Take yourself out of that. Like why even deal with that? Plenty of other fish in the sea. Like if they still got a crazy ass lingering ex, they're probably still talking to them or like some crazy shit went down with them that the ex still hasn't healed from or whatever it is but that's just messy like you're just choosing to keep yourself in that situation you know like you should find out as soon as you start dating someone like if they're still in contact with their ex at least you asked yeah they collide but at least you asked that way if they do pop up in the picture you can leave now because you're like well you fucking lied if they would have just from the beginning told you and been honest then you could decide whether you want to stay or not and if the ex comes back in the picture then that's a conversation you could have about like what the fuck they're gonna do to make sure she's out because that's not healthy and that's just like no way to fucking live like it's one thing to like be cordial with an ex but like for them to still be like 
popping in and out, fucking talking crazy, trying to tell you like, oh, I just slept with him or whatever it is. Or like, he's crazy. Or like, watch out. He's going to do this. Like, what? No. And then on fourth baby mama, she starts with, I want to start with your mama. She should have whooped your ass. That is the fucking funniest intro ever. And it's just real as fuck. Because so many men just literally were never held accountable as boys or like as fully grown men now. Like literally like last episode, like that story that someone submitted where like this dude was talking to his girl crazy, like throwing shit, breaking shit around her, like whatever, like borderline abusive, like very abusive shit. And his mom would just like walk by and just act like she didn't see it. Like she didn't fucking peep nothing. What? Like raising someone where you're never holding them accountable. Like you are creating a fucking monster. Like, please, if you have sons out here, ladies, like fucking raise them right. Like there's too many like idiots out here just going crazy, treating girls crazy because they just think everything else is everyone else's fault and that they can't do no wrong. I'm like, of course, it has to do with like the daddies being in the picture or not and whether they're a good dad or not. But like we all know a mama's boy. Like she literally says, I know you ain't care because you always gone. How could you make me spend my whole fucking pregnancy alone? That is fucked up. And then she says, and where was you at? Because you claim you at work. But them other dudes said they made the beat. So how that add up? And that actually literally ties into that article where she's talking about how, like, he didn't produce her songs. She was talking about how, like, he picked everybody else to do it. They were always in the studio. He was out cheating. And it's literally just, like, these lyrics. God, I would be horrified. But I'm glad she left him and didn't choose to keep putting up with this. And that's why I'm just, like, the growth. That's what we got to just applaud is the growth. Because then the last song is Sierra's Prayer. Well, it's not a song, but, you know, it's just Sierra just realizing her worth and just praying for like good things you know just literally just like begging god to like bring her a good man like you know you've reached your fucking end if you're just like please lord send me a good man that's funny but i mean it's good she says i'm broken but i'm beautifully broken you know it's a little cheesy but it's cute it's cute i just think it's like dope because um you know, everyone's always like, oh my God, I need like whatever Sierra did, like whatever she prayed for. Like I need that because obviously Sierra like had a son with fucking future, left his toxic ass. Like, you know, she went through hell with him. Like he's the fucking worst, like king of the fucking toxic men. And then two years later, got married and started a new family with Russell Wilson, football player, fucking rich as fuck. Looks like he treats her right, whatever, from the outside. And that's what Sierra's prayer is. It's just, like, her coming to terms, like, yo, like, I've been through shit. I deserve better. And if anyone does go through, like, toxic relationships, like, as long as you're realizing that you don't deserve that, you'll be fine. Like, you will come out of it. Like, you'll be probably jaded, whatever it is. But as long as you fucking know that that's not you and that's not for you, like, you will align yourself to a path that is healthy for you. And you'll find someone that's going to treat you right, as long as you know that you deserve it. All right, so I want to talk about a bunch of, like, takes that I have been seeing on the internet about this album. Because it's, like, just so weird, because, like, one popped up, and then it was, like, one after the other of just, like, a bunch of fucking girls saying the same thing. Basically, along the lines of, like, yeah, I don't know if I can even, like, 
relate to summer's music anymore like it's just not for me like i'm just in such a place where just like i just don't vibe with it it's just low vibrational and just bad vibes and i just i've never been no like maybe i used to a few years ago when i was dealing with that fuck shit but like now i'm just so great and so self-aware and i don't deal with that i just can't listen to this anymore like when i tell you i'm fucking sick of seeing that shit okay like we get it like okay like you're so fucking self-aware whatever it is like i don't know i just think it's like a weird ass take because like since when do you have to be personally like going through toxic shit or dealing with like exactly the same thing as an artist in order for you to vibe with the music like i'm sorry but when i was like 10 or however old i was like i was listening to keisha cole and mary j blosh songs like i could really fucking relate and you guys are telling me none of you guys ever fucking used to relate to that like you're fucking lying it's called just empathy and just like objectively listening to an album and enjoying it for what it is. It's storytelling like and I know some of the takes are like saying that like, oh, I could just I'm just here for this storytelling and the vibes, whatever. But like uh, it was just really weird that all these fucking takes just came out of nowhere with like people just trying to fucking act like they're too fucking good to listen to that shit. Like what? I'm so confused. And it reminds me of other, like, fucking weird takes I've been seeing on, like, TikTok talking about, like, oh, like, low vibrational music, like, blah, 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 what? Like, I'm sorry, but I just don't think music, objectively, just, like, a song in a vacuum is not fucking toxic or triggering or bad or negative or going to bring you bad vibes, like, I understand like music, certain music and lyrics and stuff being triggering because like, you know, you relate to it, but that's like personal. That's like a you problem that doesn't make an artist or their music bad in general. Cause like you can listen to shit and not have ever gone through that shit and still fuck with it heavy. You know, like I don't understand, like everyone's just starting to sound a little bit like, hardcore christians like no offense but like how they can't listen to certain music or like how everything is like demonic now or just like low vibrational like it just is weird like you guys are scaring me like i don't understand where all these fucking takes came from and i just wanted to talk about that because music is cathartic like if it's toxic like summer walker whatever it's like her talking about her experience that's why it's a timeline there's like the whole character arch like she started at the beginning one way and ended another way like realizing her self-worth and like I just think it's kind of unnecessary for like all these people to come out the woodworks like yeah like no couldn't be mean like mm, you bitches are just like dealing with crazy shit and that's why you like this I can't like my men treat me good because they know like I don't do I don't put up with that shit it's just really annoying giving very much pick me energy um like if you just want to say you healed just say that and go like you don't need to like bring an artist's music into that and like i'm not like standing up for summer walker like i don't think she gives a fuck <laughs> but i just think it's weird i just wanted to talk about it like so you're telling me you have directly related to every single fucking song that you've ever fucked with before like that's a fucking lie like music is not inherently evil music is whatever you want to like attach to it like whatever feelings you want to attach to it like 
that's what it is. Music is personal. And like, if you're talking about this is negative, that's because you got some shit to deal with. Like, don't like make people feel weird for listening to that music. Like, maybe you just don't like the style of music or like the genre or like the production, like whatever it is. But it's just, I just was really confused. Like, there was like 15 different fucking tweets like this that I seen. And I was like, what are y'all on for real? Um, that's pretty much all my thoughts on all that for now. And then I just want to end with a tweet just to switch it up a little bit at Astro Blob said she said i was riding alone at a bar and this guy comes up to me stops at a respectful distance and says just wanted to check on a scale of one to ten how open you are to talking to a drunk stranger i'm waiting for friends but i can totally just leave you alone a plus immaculate vibes so that's what she said and i was just like reading the replies and then at birds bird bird said once a guy who was staggering around drunk saw me walking to yoga at like 5 30 a.m and said I fancy a bit of fun and I said no thanks and he said okay worth a try and it was so genuinely refreshing that he just left it at that that I felt a rush of gratitude to him so rare and I just wanted to just I was like what the fuck um I get it yes it is rare and all that but I was just like dying because like the bar is so low that men just fucking leaving you alone when you fucking reject them makes you feel gratitude to them like there was a whole fucking thread of people talking about experiences like that I mean, like people were very aware that it was like hilarious how fucking low the bar is but i just wanted to bring it up on here because it's just like fucking crazy that the fact that there's so many freaking just like violent scary men that overstep people's boundaries and don't know how to fucking respect when someone says no like the fact that like all that is out there it makes it just like so that guys that do the bare minimum are like revered as like these great men like what like this should be normal and like it's good like I'm not saying that like I'm not happy that dudes know how to fucking leave girls alone but it's just like fucking wild to me like girls should be able to fucking just say no thanks or whatever without like having to be scared that a guy's gonna get fucking pissed and fucking shoot you or something or be rude or fucking call you ugly after (laughs) like shit is a wild all right guys thank you so much for sticking around to the end of the episode thank you for continuing to support simpin after dark if you're not following me on instagram twitter and tiktok um, my handle is just simpin after dark everywhere go follow me there thank you for listening and also once again a reminder to go check out amigas um it was really fun filming it and being a part of it so i just want as many people to see it as possible because it was a lot of work and it was fun and my team that all did it while seven studios just did a great job and i'm so excited that it's finally out so also once again shout out to wild seven studios for hosting simpin after dark always and i will see you guys next time